This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Eric Zier joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And should dog fans be even concerned with that 30 minutes of the national semifinal game where it seemed like, you know, Stetson wasn't Stetson and he couldn't find it. First, I want to start by, by saying this. Stetson, his story is remarkable. The way he plays is remarkable. Uh, it is, you know, for, for myself, for all Georgia fans, I, I don't think there needs to be any concern with who's leading this football team. I mean, he has taken us to the top of the mountain. He's got us back there. It's Radio 92.9 The Game. He has taken us back. Hopefully we can win it. And that's what it's all about. If the dogs do, um, you know, I, I said this to Pollock last year, and he said it was greedy. He said it last year. He said it this week on the show. I, I want another one. I just want to keep gathering and collecting chips. And what I want, Mike, is our other teams in this city to start jumping on board. I, I want right. to see the Hawks playing for chips. I want to see the Falcons playing. Don't laugh. The Falcons <laughs> playing for chips. I want to see everybody at the same time, and we just own the sports universe. Wouldn't that be awesome if we could do that, like, for, I don't know, five, six, seven years? I don't want to be greedy. I'm not looking for the Patriots run. But right. give me five or six where Georgia's this damn good and everybody else in our state follows suit. I mean, look, if, if 17, you could do it all over again, yeah, you'd hire Matt LaFleur as your, as your offensive coordinator for quarterbacks coach because he knows the Shanahan offense. Sarkeesian never understood that offense, and it showed. Defense was really good in 17. Guys, we shut down the Eagles and the Rams, held both under 30 points, and we didn't go to the NFC Championship that year. And I, I would have given us a puncher's chance against that Vikings team. So it's one of those things that just drives you crazy, the what a coulda Because, yeah, the Falcons had a window there. There was at least two or three years. And, and it wasn't. And it completely just blew up. So, Hawks. And the other thing is, Braves got it done. You can never take it away. They got it done. And, yeah, last year we'll, we'll have to debate and see if, you know, losing some of your core guys like Freddie and Dansby, is that something that's not going to be no big deal because the next generation of guys is just going to take it and run with it. But they got there, and they're in the mix every season. Hawks are another question. That's Uh-oh. like, what, what are the Hawks? What Uh-oh. are we? Well, we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're a playoff team, Mike. We, well, got a, we got a superstar. We're a playoff team. No, no, we were a playoff team, too. So last year we are play-in team. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought I'd know by January. Right. I don't know. There's just there's a let's be honest, guys. Most teams when you got a young star and you build around it and you go onward and upward. But right now we're kind of like spinning our wheels with the Hawks. That's what's so frustrating. And look, 
Everyone keeps saying, relax. Well, you guys relax. Before you know it, it's going to be halfway through the season. You guys tell me to relax. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't do that. I, I think we got to figure this out fairly quickly. Steve Coonan came on and said, hey, Clint Capella, we've been playing three weeks without him. He will not play tonight. Uh, Lakers, by the way, Hawks at Lakers, 10 o'clock start, 10 to 30 tip. LeBron, let's hope he doesn't have a repeat performance of what he had last week. A couple of stories going on, guys, and you, then we're going to give you a chance to hear from our head coach, Arthur Smith, who stopped by to talk about week 18, uh, you know, What's going on with this team? And more importantly, his evaluation of our quarterback, Desmond Ritter. He's not ready to go. Thank you, Nate. (laughs) This is the last. Mr. High Energy. This is the last audition for him. So you're going to get a chance to hear that coming up here in a few minutes. Um, First thing is, Mike, the NFL today and what's been going on, and you'll hear more from Nate McMillan. You'll also get a chance to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up here as part of our top three. It's maybe his last game at Lambeau. We'll Mm -hmm. see. But these scenarios, because of the Bills-Bengals game, that will not resume. They're not going to play it. So they came up with this idea that depending on who ends up in the AFC Championship game, it's going to probably be a neutral site. We've been talking about it today because it's kind of unprecedented. You know, Mm. when you say, oh, well, uh, somebody's going to get home field advantage. Not really. And, again, if you're just joining us, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie and there's a Bills-Chiefs championship game, it's going to be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and the Baltimore Ravens wins or tie and there's a Bills-Chiefs championship game, it's going to be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins and there's a Bills or Bengals versus Chiefs championship game, neutral site. So the sites have not been determined as far as what city's going to host, but we know they've already given us a list of cities, Minnesota, Detroit, Miami, New Orleans, Atlanta, New York, that could hold these games. And this is all because they're not going to play this game. They're not going to finish this game. Yeah, I mean, it stinks, and we talked about this at length. You, you, if you're a Kansas City fan, or, you know, again, I'll start with Buffalo. They've already beaten the Chiefs. Cincinnati's beaten the Chiefs. You want to get those guys in your house. If Patrick Mahomes and company can do that this year, coming to Buffalo is a huge difference. Both, you know, it's, it's home field, and I know we've said it all. Arrowhead's a great spot for Patrick Mahomes. Never lost a playoff game there. But now all that goes out the window. How many Chiefs fans are going to get to whatever neutral site? Is that something Roger Goodell is going to take into consideration? You put it in New York City, that's closer to Buffalo. Yep. The more you think about it, Atlanta makes checks a lot of boxes. It makes a lot of sense. Hotel space, airlines, the whole shebang. In but, and out, yeah. And I, I don't know about you guys. Hands, show of hands. How many guys would buy a ticket to watch uh, the AFC Championship oh, in, I, in the Mercedes-Benz? Yeah, I, I definitely go. To, you're right going to get a great game. Right. I, it, yeah. To, to be there. We're not in it, so I might as well go enjoy if it's going to be in my backyard. Right. But, yeah, I, I totally would buy in and, and try to get there. With that said, this is the uh, solution from the NFL. Again, it's not perfect, but I do think you're not giving a team an advantage of home field that doesn't deserve it. And the only way you deserve it, is if you do it on the field, and they're not going to be able to do that. With that said, Mike, the update, we've been talking about this today, too, with DeMar Hamlin, off the breathing machine. Um, He did speak to his team today. Sean McDermott talked about it. I want you to hear this, and then we'll get to the top three, because he FaceTimed with his team. I just think this is remarkable. (laughs) Makes me laugh is is he did this to the guys, you know, right (laughs) away. Um, He flexed, he flexed, uh, he flexed on them, I guess, and, uh, um, he's just got some staple things that they know him for and that he does. And he made the heart, the heart symbol probably more than anything. Um, and then he gave him a thumbs up. So, uh, and then somewhere in the midst of, of that, and it was a little bit hard to hear, but he, as you'd imagine, he said, uh, he said, I love you boys. And, uh, of course I think I got the guys. So. Mm. 
hey, man, now that, uh, you know, he's coming out of the woods and uh, we'll hear more and more updates. I mean, this was something everybody was waiting to hear, that yeah. he was communicating verbally and, and all that. Then. And now, I mean, to the Bills, do you they got some issues. They had a, strictly from a football standpoint. Yeah, yeah. They had turnover issues. Remember, Josh Allen all of a sudden became like a, like a three-game spat. Yep, three they weeks. lose Vaughn Miller. I mean, can these can these guys rally? Or is this is this you know? I mean, it, it may be the springboard. It'll be one of the great obviously stories in American sports if they yeah. go all the way. Well, listen, it's it's still a team effort, but uh, Josh Allen is special. I do think Mike, they have enough depth to overcome. We, we talked about this when Vaughn Miller went down. They still have enough depth to overcome come that injury and those injuries. To me, this is about where their heads are going to be. The Bills are talented enough, guys. You don't win these many games in the NFL and do what they've done this year. They're talented enough. I just, if their heads are, are right and they are focused and they know that their guy's going to be okay. See, if this was looming, God forbid, if he would have been still out of it for weeks, I, I don't know if the Bills would have been deep in the playoffs. Right. Now I think about it differently, and, and this may be that thing that they need. It's Dukes and, and Bellets. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and the Dolphins, by the way, they need the Bills to beat the Patriots. Yes, they do. Dolphins have to beat the Jets. And the Bills have to beat the Patriots. Dolphins are out. They've got a six-game losing streak. We had our, our buddy Armando Salguero reporting. They're thinking about hiring some of the coaches, if not the head coach. Who knows what Ross is doing down there? Pressure there. Other game, again, must-see TV. Jacksonville taking on Tennessee. Winner is going on to the playoffs. Yeah. Losers out. It's a division uh, champion, whoever wins that game. it's it's. Listen, these some of these games are playoff games. The, the Lions-Packers game is a playoff game this weekend. More uh, coming up. You're going to get a chance to hear Arthur Smith. Right now, let's get to the top three. It's time for the top three at six. Top three at six. Now let's see what we have here. I want you to hear David Pollack who came on and talked to us about TCU. And he says, if you believe that this is a Cinderella story, think again. There's a lot of things about, you know, this TCU offense that's going to, that's going to make you play really, really well. It's going to make you watch tape and go, okay, I got a lot of respect for these guys. They're not just a Cinderella story. They're not, Mike. I know the spread. We've been talking about it all day. We'll get more into this on Monday. We'll be at Hooters in Kennesaw if you want to come through. We'd love to get a chance to see you guys. But outside of the spread, okay, let's just talk just football and winning and what's, what's it, what's it going to take. They have made a lot of winning plays this year, but so is Georgia. And I'm not going to tell you that the game is equal. Steve Coonan came on and said, who's betting on, you know, who's the country hmm. betting on? Yeah, of course the books want you to bet on on TCU because everybody thinks that Georgia's the better team. I don't know if that's gonna. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. But you know, right now we're watching TCU arrive in LA. They're getting off the plane. Sonny Dykes is getting interviewed. All this stuff is happening as the teams get out there. I'm excited about this championship game, man. But don't you get the consensus from everybody we've spoken with that first off, Archer just said it today at five o'clock. If you're sleeping on TCU, you haven't watching the football. They've been clutch. There's the you know I don't know if Mike Leach is up in heaven you know doing his thing but there's there's some juju for those guys too because Sonny Dykes is a Mike Leach guy and then there's just the fact that Duggan, Duggan had he had an electrical issue with his heart and they went and did heart surgery on him and he came back had a blood clot had to go back in and open him up so there's a guy who's lucky to be playing football let alone to be a guy now that some some scouts feel he's a second or third round NFL draft pick I don't know I mean you just win you just win and you do it with some ability to run. That's a nice combination for today's NFL. Special edition of uh, college football game time on Monday at 6 with Randy McMichael, Chris Goforth. And then after the game on Monday night, you'll be able to call in to 92.9 the game. And uh, Dylan and Orrin are going to take your phone calls, guys, and uh, react to what what happens on Monday night. Mike and I will be back on Tuesday at 2 to talk about it. And I'm thinking, Mike, I'm hoping we're talking about a dog win. We will see. Let's hear from Nate McMillan talking about Trey and DJ both 
having to play both ends of the floor. They'll do that tonight, hopefully, against this uh, Laker team. It's a short breather, but it's a breather uh, because I need them playing on both sides of the basketball. I don't need them resting on uh, maybe the defensive end of the floor. Uh, uh, I need that energy, that urgency on both ends of the floor. And tonight we, uh, we've changed our rotation as far as how we uh, rotated those guys in. See, Mike, he's been listening. He talked about the rotations again. You notice he's been on this rotation thing a lot. Well, I'm glad he's paying attention to Mike Bell, NBA insider, everybody, because I want to see more of DeJounte Murray on the floor of Trey. Two field court generals on the court at the same time. Yeah, man. Kind of went Beth Bowen on you at the end there. But let's just hope this this thing, I mean, you're going to run. I mean, something, a spark, win five or six. And, you know, you and now we've touched on it. Capella, I know sometimes he drives you crazy with put back miss, put back miss. Mm. But he's he's a bet he's a rim protector. He does a hell of a job, and you're feeling it. And I think Congo's got to get it together and stop getting fouls, man. Yeah. I, would you go at the trade deadline? How about one of those I always ask for? Big Frankenstein dudes from Europe to help in there and get well, some minutes in the rotation I, defensively. I, I need playing at a slow pace. I need <laughs> Capella to be healthy and then to see what this looks like. Listen. They want to continue to develop Big O, uh, Okongwu, and, and they will. I, I don't know, Mike. I think we need more scoring. That's just where I'm at. I, I need more guys that can knock down shots. Mm. We'll see where Landry Fields goes when the trade line deadline comes and goes. Last but not least, I, I guess we were. I want you to hear Aaron Rodgers. Is this his <laughs> last game at Lambeau? If they lose to the Lions, mm-hmm. they're out of the playoffs. Right. Does he come back? Yeah, he's got a big contract. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, for sure, just because you don't know what the future holds. But when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude, not remorse or sadness, just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. I've been a lot of great moments, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, uh, we're all undecided about the future, and we're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. Meanwhile, in Cleveland, uh, you won't see Jadavion clowning there anymore. Why not? Well, they got one more game to play. Uh, he went in and did an interview with, uh, I guess, uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Said, I'm, I'm not coming back. I'm not. I'm done. Oh. And then there were some, also some comments about, you know, Miles Garrett, which upset him. Y'all trying to get Garrett in the Hall of Fame instead of winning games, Clowney said. Ooh. So Stefanski said, um, just start your vacation today. <laughs> wow. Come on, Jadavion. Interesting, huh? Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, by the way, uh, Deshaun has not looked good. Just, he looks just crappy, crappy, oh, crappy. He looks rusty. He looks like a guy who hadn't played in two no, years. It's been five games. Oh, wait. It's been two years. <laughs> All right, coming up, Arthur Smith's going to uh, join us, guys. Coach of our Atlanta Falcons, he stopped by the show earlier this week to talk about week 18. It's an important week. Evaluation-wise, what is he seeing? What is he looking for with Desmond Ritter? You'll hear that and much more coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Let's talk to our head coach, Arthur Smith. And, Coach, I do want to start there because this is a story, obviously, that has been around the world and, and – it's leading the storylines for the NFL this week, even with playoff implications in the last week of the season. And I just want to get your thoughts, if you have any, on you know the way this all played out in the NFL this week and how the league has responded to this unusual situation with DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, you know, we talked earlier today uh, and made a statement, you know, just how 
plus we're supporting uh, Demar and thinking about him, and and there's a lot of prayers and and you know our hearts are out to him and his family and the Bills organization. Um, certainly, it's had an impact in the league uh, when everybody you know saw something an incident like that, and uh, certainly happened before everybody's eyes on a public stage, and it affected a lot of people. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm sure I just kind of heard you guys on the intro there talking about, and um, it, it is unprecedented, and and you could tell on the field, and I, you know, with the coaches and the players, and uh, it impacts you as humans and as people. And, and I think people forget that sometimes when they're at the game, you get so emotional, you get charged, and they take a step back, and and you have some perspective. This is about life, and uh, and a lot of guys, a lot of people in the NFL and the sports world have rallied around. It is the head coach of your Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith. First off, congratulations on the big win, and Desmond Ritter gets his first win, and it's a come from behind victory. And the only thing missing was a, a game winning touchdown. We got a game winning field goal, and almost had his first touchdown throw. Yeah, I thought he played the situation really well. I mean, you get in that. Anytime you can end the game uh, on the last play and not give them a chance to answer, uh, I thought he handled the situation really well. I thought Tyler Algier handled it. Um, you know, the third, the game kind of ended on a third down throw to Pruitt. Um, you know, wanted to put the ball in his hands, could have gotten conservative there, but you know, I got a lot of faith in Desmond, and I, he made a heck of a play. Coach, we got one more. I'm calling him one more test. I don't know if it's fair. I don't even know how you look at this. I, I do know. Just from your short time being here, you don't commit to players. You don't do that with anybody. When you start talking about going into an offseason next week once the year is done, once the season is done. But I'm curious, Just we use this term eye test. Coach, he's passing the eye test for me. Do you? Is he doing it for you? I mean, I don't know. We've had this discussion with fans, and I'm like, yeah, there are things that I want to see more of from Dez, but maybe the circumstances don't allow it. But he's passing the eye test for me, Coach. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I think what you're seeing, uh, you know, we've been very encouraged. And, you know, there's a, a lot of positive things that he's doing. And, and again, I, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, and we weren't, we weren't blowing smoke up people. I mean, it, we put a lot on him as a rookie, and, and it's a big part of how we operate. And as we continue to to improve and, and grow, I mean, we we feel good coming out of this year about the lines of scrimmage and things we don't. We need to be more balanced. Uh, I think Des – it certainly shown uh, he can operate in critical situations when it comes down to third down two minutes and he's played some good defense so far and he'll continue to improve. I mean, he's going into his fourth game and, and uh, I've been very encouraged so far. I mean, we, we've seen him get Drake London more involved. One thing now, again, I'll, I'm not going to be fanboy or, or stat guy or Twitter nerd, but from where I'm sitting, uh, you get the, you get the film and you're breaking it down all week. Are the receivers getting the, the separation too? Sometimes it seems like, yeah, it's that's not that hasn't been as, as maybe as it could help Ritter out if these guys are a little bit more open, I guess, for lack of a better word. You know, it's there's a lot of things that go on in the play. You know, if you got to move off the spot, uh, you know, the snapshot may may tell a different story. Uh, certainly, you know, there was a couple of things we, we tried to push the ball on the field last week. Uh, you know, they were playing it backed out of there. I thought he made some smart decisions. You know, the the last drive to CP to check it down and. Got us kind of going on the drive. There was one earlier in the game off a shot that he got to Algier, and Tyler made a pretty good play with the ball in his hands. I mean, those are efficient plays. And then I thought he threw a heck of a ball to Burt. Right. You know, talk about moving to his left. Um, those are things that are encouraging. Now, we got to, the next step, we got to make those plays. Don't get me wrong. But mm. you're seeing a lot of different throws. You're seeing a lot of different launch points. 
and he's operating pretty well for, for a young player. So those, all those things are encouraging. And then, like you said, the smallest thing can break down a play. And uh, it is nice to see his connection with Drake. Those guys have some chemistry, and that's, that's encouraging as well. Coach Arthur Smith, our guest guys here on Dukes and Bell. Coach, I'm not going to ask you because I don't know what we're going to see with Tampa Bay. I, I don't even know. I don't know if you know. But I'm not going to ask you what Todd Bowles would do. But you've been there. You've been on teams that have are going to the playoffs. You're in this position. What's your mindset? I'm asking from your experience in, in the way that you've encountered this because I don't want to – it's unfair to ask you what Todd Bowles is going to do because I don't know what he's going to do. What have you guys done and what have you done and what has been your approach in the past? Well, it just kind of depends where – where you're at, where you think your team's at. I mean, there's a lot of different philosophies about, you know, staying sharp going into that week. Um, so, you know, that, they're going to make the decision that clearly that's best for them because they're going to turn around and play, a, you know, a week from now. Um, you know, there may be a guy or two that's a little banged up that you rest because that's the smart thing. But, again, you've only got – I mean, I know there's some – you can use some standard elevations, but the most you can put up is 55. So, you got to – you know, guys that you're planning on playing next week, it's not like you can put guys on IR this week to get 15 more guys up. Uh, that's not possible. You can only do two standard elevations. And so, and then you got to get back down to 48. So, if somebody's really dinged up, yeah, they, they shouldn't, they probably, they probably won't play, but most of those guys will be out there. We got robbed by the officials down there in Tampa. Um, I'm just curious, changes from that game, can you go back that far and look at that game and say, all right, what what did we do? How did we play at the end of that game? Because we were having success. And then implement that into this this week's game plan. Do you do that, or is it just too far gone? No, I mean, you, you look at things schematically. You know, they'll have some new wrinkles, and they may try to attack Dez different, uh, you know, on some passing situations like, like a lot of guys do. And, you know, he's had the – Dez had the kitchen sink thrown at him. Mm from New Orleans and Baltimore and Arizona was throwing a lot at them, as most people do against young quarterbacks. So he'll have a couple of wrinkles there. I'm sure he'll throw at them, but you know, some of the stuff on first, second down, that it'll be very similar to what we saw earlier. And um, that's what happens in the divisional games. I mean, schematically personnel, you know, each other pretty well and you're trying to tweak things. So we're excited about it. We want to win another game at home and end the season the right way. I just want to ask you this before we let you go. You talk a lot about situational football. Um, we were five and eight, or are five and eight in one possession games. We're se- we were seven and two last year. Okay, right. Is that just situational football? I mean, how do you do? How do you define that? Where you go from last season seven and two in those one possession games to this year, and we could go down the list of games, right? I mean, this team could easily we could talk about it. Would have, could have, should have. We could have nine wins. We could have ten wins. Maybe depending. Is that just situational football? No, I mean, that's kind of a broad term. I mean, certainly there's clearly situations that come up. and But you get, if you look at them, and, and which I have uh, plenty of times, you know, okay, what, what was the difference mm-hmm. you know, last year? That was a big thing when I got here. And I think you look at some of last year's games, and some of those were games we had the lead, and, and we were able to cap them off. You know, a couple of them went back and forth, like Miami, New Orleans. We were able to hit a play and, and end it very similar to how we ended the one against Arizona. Uh, you know, there's been more times probably this year where we've come storming back, which was probably different from a year ago. And mm. and you talk about the bounce of a ball, right? The one in, in Washington, mm. uh, the double fumble and the target game. I mean, stuff that, you know, you, 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 
you can't even make it up if you wrote it in the movie. Uh, <laughs> that one, the, the double fumble will, will always be the one that just. Yeah. I mean, that, specifically, I mean, for Eckler to fumble the ball there, and the fact that we got it and they got it right back. I mean, that there's some things like that have happened. When you're talking about situational football, are you competent when you have control? Do you not make mistakes in critical moments, uh, procedures? Are your players in tune? Tyler Algier knowing to go down right there. You know, that it's not worth the risk at the, you know, when you're inside the five-yard line. Yeah, you can punch it in, but why go get a kickoff? I mean, we certainly saw what happened in the Carolina game here at home. Um, things like that. Those things are encouraging. I think our guys at the end of the half where, you know, trying to score, understanding if they get the ball after half, or we're trying to double somebody up at the end of the half, getting the ball back, trying to steal a possession. So I could go on and on and on. Uh, I think there's a lot of competent things that have happened and that give us a chance, uh, but they're two different teams and the scenarios have been a lot different. I know, last year to to. And I know we, we asked you this a few weeks back, but just to double down on it, if we're 500, we're four and four, we're leading, we're tied for the division. If the team had struggled more, would you have gone to Ritter sooner or there was still always going to be a number of weeks you needed Ritter to finally grasp, to be ready to play? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened. I mean, but you're trying to, to make sure you're not rushing him out there. I mean, I think a big part of it, too, was there was a lot of encouraging things he did in the preseason. And and so did, so did Marcus. But where we, we needed to establish up front, that was a big thing for us, uh, the lines of scrimmage. You put a young quarterback out there, and if you get him back out there and you, and you don't have the protection up front, uh, that, that can be a disaster. And, and, and so, you know, it's kind of where we were at. I thought we – Clearly, it leaned into the way we ran the ball and, and the quarterback running game that I thought gave us a chance early on. And as he continued to improve and where our situation, you've got to be able to adapt and pivot. And that's what we did. You know, we, you assess where you're at. And I thought the timing, you know, sometimes you need a, a little bit of luck. I thought he was ready when we made the change. Could he have done it earlier? Yeah, we would have adapted. You know, it would have been a little bit different. We would have had to take a lot off his plate early on, and, but he was one play away all year. Uh, so I'm happy where he's at right now. And the way it worked out, I think, has been encouraging for Desmond. That is Coach Arthur Smith, guys, our weekly conversation right here on your Home of the Falcons. One more chance to talk to Coach, kind of a exit interview, Carl, hopefully about a W coming up on, uh, on uh, I guess, next week before they all break and go on vacay. Yeah, listen, we said it. I'm going to tell you guys again, this is the most important offseason because we're now three years in. We've had two drafts. Salary cap clear, clears up. Mm. We can truly start to build this team and, and what it's going to shape out to be and, and what Arthur wants. Guys, he's kind of just mixed and matched things over the last couple of years because it's kind of where we've been. It's going to be huge, but we got to get past Sunday first, and let's go get a dub. What do we got for tonight's game winner, Mike? Hey, man, earlier today I came in the office. I looked at Carl. I was like, oh, fast food hell today. Squid Billy, my supervisor, says I cannot name the restaurant because, oh, okay. you know, he's that guy now. He's corporate. But uh, I, I pulled into a fast food spot uh, in the North Avenue, Ponce Avenue location area. Okay, that, that area. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, I go in the drive-thru. And, uh, welcome to Welcome to Can't say the name. Again, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, sir. The drive-thru is not working. You have to come in the store. Oh, well, why am I going to a drive-thru yeah, then? Yeah, it kind of defeats the porpoise, as my father would say. So then I go to another spot. All right. And uh, we'll call it Dairy Queen. Packed. Drive-thru was packed. Couldn't get in there. 
Then I go to another one, McDonald's. Well, you didn't want to wait in line. No, I don't. I, the meter was gotcha, running. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Time was of the essence. Go to McDonald's. It was crazy. So the question tonight, who is the one? what is the one fast food item you're willing to wait 10 minutes for? Ooh. Well, I'll tell you right now because I've tweeted it out before. That McDonald's ice cream late, late. I, I got to tell you, and they'll tell you, uh, I'm like, come on. How, what's the wait here? I'm sorry, sir. The machine's not working. Well, how long is it going to be before it's up? Three weeks. I'll wait. <laughs> so tonight's game under 404-741-0929. The one item, yeah, you'll smoke them if you got them in the drive-thru. <laughs> You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And the winner is... Time to take the game winner on Dukes and Bell. Your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. Yeah, about a quarter after one today, I was in fast food hell. Nothing would work. I couldn't get in anywhere. Delays, delays, nothing but delays. Right up at Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. They're always reliable. Our man downstairs got me in. You got that burrito? Three tacos. Oh, okay. Tre pollo. What's the burrito called? The uh, home record. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a mountain of meat. <laughs> hey, man, tonight's game winner, what's the one? Oh, it's a perfect name. <laughs> food item that you're just going to you're gonna roll with it. I think you and I know, maybe we take Popeyes out of the equation so we all know they're the worst. I mean, the slowest drive through in, in Atlanta. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you did wait what? Didn't you once wait 22 minutes on Windy Hill for some Popeyes? Oh, yeah. That was for the Popeyes chicken sandwich. When we all had right. the chicken sandwich challenge here where I brought in all the sandwiches. Right. I think it was Wendy's, Popeye's, and what was the other one? It was another Chick-fil-A. One. Oh, that's right. And so you know what they should do at Popeye's? Yeah. They should have, like, you know, when you go to the – in the old days when you go to the mall and you'd have, like, the samples in the food court, they should have somebody outside in the drive-thru with, like, little toothpicks going, here's some chicken while you wait 45 minutes. You would eat minutes. the whole tray. Well, you got to limit one per car. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. That isn't the issue there, getting enough chicken out to people? How are they going to have extra chicken on hand to well, feed people nuggets? That's true. It's a good yeah. point. It's, yeah. a, it's a paradox, Bo. It's a riddle wrapped in an enigma. It's the <laughs> ultimate catch-22. <laughs> Who's up first, Chris? Chris, hey, man, you're in the game, bro. What you got? Hey, man. I'll tell you this. I won't only wait 10 minutes. This is a brand-new item to this particular change restaurant. I'll pitch a tent 
and wait for Arby's to open to get that Wagyu beef hamburger. It is mm-hmm. good. It is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, man. I took when uh, when my father-in-law uh, had that uh, the thing when he fell down and we had to get the emergency guys over there, and I took it to the Coweta Fire Department. Those guys chowed down. I got him like 10 of those things. They were loving it. Yeah. Those Wagyu burgers. Didn't they send in some food a while back, Bo? Yeah, they did. They even yep. sent in the big hats. Oh, that's right. They and sent they, the, yep. the Arby's hats. That's and the right. Arby's pants and yeah. stuff, yeah. but they're all too big for me. Oh, man. I just The beef and cheddar is my favorite. I'll wait. Now, that's another thing. I'll wait 10, 15 minutes of the drive through that jammed up for the it's beef good stuff. and cheddar. He's right about that Wagyu, mm. though. It's good. Mm. That's good burger, Bo. Who's up next, Chris? Swede. Hey, man. I guess back in your day, Swede, they'd yeah. roller skate the food out to you, so it really wasn't a big delay. Yeah, with the tray, too. <laughs> um, I got I got two of them quickly. Uh, Bojangles chicken breast, but it's got to be the breast. Okay. And the other is Chis, uh, Chester's chicken livers. They're very good. Love the show, guys. Okay. Have a good weekend. You got it, you too, sweet. I've, I've, seen, those at trucks. I've seen those at Chuck's. I've seen those There's one, I want to say the Dublin exit office, because I was going to go to Savannah in the old okay. days playing okay. rugby. I think they had that Chester stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I don't know. Scoot, you ever had Chester's? I uh, have not. All right. Yeah. Chrissy, who's up next? Ramon. Hey, man, you're in the game. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Listen, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of day you go, but I'm waiting in that line for that steak and shake, strawberry shake, milkshake. Oh. 30 minutes, easy. Steak and shake <laughs> is another one. I will say this. Coming back from Braves games. The Steak and Shake off the Paces Ferry exit, that may eclipse Popeyes as the longest delay in drive through in Atlanta. It never fails. He's right about the shakes, though. They are delicious. Right. But I- I'll tell you, don't hit a sh- All right, I'm not going to say don't. But just be prepared late night if you go out party and hit right. that Steak and Shake drive through Oh, bro, you ain't getting home for another hour. Mike, you mentioned the one on West Paces. I cannot tell you how many times I have sat in that thing for 30 <laughs> 40 minutes. It's hour, like 1 a.m. Who the hell is eating here? I will say this. Years ago, and I'm dating myself for younger listeners, the American Pie was the spot on Sunday nights, and you'd be right outside 285. And I used to live in a real world Sandy Springs uh, off of Riverside Drive with the big house with the with the crew. I'd be in the sta- – one time on the Steak and Shake on Roswell Road south of Abernathy, I saw a guy run out of gas in the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe I mean, it. literally run out of gas at like 2 in the morning on I, Sunday uh, I, I will say this, though. The thing that they always come back and hit you with is, we're making it fresh. Of course you are. It's you a milkshake. You guys to kill a cow back there. But that's – you know what? That As much as we bemoan the Popeye, Steak and Shake could no. be the slowest drive-thru. No, but, no, no doubt. But it's fresh. Now, at least Culver's, they pull you, you, you pull up in front, they give you the card or the number on it, you wait for your Culver's. If you grew up in Cobb or Paulding County area, Martin's Biscuits on Same a way. Saturday mor- mm. morning, Same way. I'm telling you, it's the, the Martin's in Hiram, would, it's a good good size like length to the drive-thru. It goes all the way out and almost hits the red light right there. It yeah. starts backing up the Remember highway. Remember I told you I saw that for the first time a couple of years ago, and I was like, I hit you up, and I was like, what is this Martin's? Yeah. And you were like, you got to try it. Because uh, you know if you're just driving along, minding your own business, right. and you look over in the drive-thru line, it's, you know, it's three deep. They put a white castle in, uh, in Orlando for the first time. The same thing. They had to bring the cops out to yeah. control the traffic. I know they're doing the same thing, I would imagine, when Whataburger goes in up by you guys. They are. My daughter went when it opened, just her friends. They wanted to go. And I was like, how long were you in line, baby? And she was like, I don't know, about 45 minutes, because they were they didn't care. But I was like, this way. I can't wait. We got we to gotta get a water. But they, only, on the but they only had the drive-through right. open. Right. It wasn't the restaurant. So that's why it took so long. Trip, the question tonight was, who is the one food, the fast food item you were willing to sit 30, 40 minutes in the drive-through to get? Wow. Not that you would do that because you 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 have the patience. Like you have less patience than I do. I don't know. I grew up walking distance from Crystal. 
Right. And I know a lot of people might say that's garbage, but I walk there all the mm. time. My grandmother give me five bucks, and I go get a dozen of them, and I'd be very happy. Right, of course, because it was inexpensive. It was inexpensive, so I don't know. I don't any fast food. Nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to wait that long. He's Rob Tribble. He won't wait for anything. I well, won't wait for it might anything. be Robbie tonight. What do you got going on, man? <laughs> Well, it's going to be a free-for-all Friday tonight. I'm going to do uh, couples counseling, uh, prescribe medication, <laughs> all those things. Did you say couples counseling? I'm excited. Yes, prescribing medication, everything, anything goes tonight on Friday. <laughs> I got a funny story. You know, um, tonight down the street at the Fox, we got the B-52s and um, oh, that's KC, tonight? KC and the Sunshine oh, Banner playing. biscuit. I was going to go to that. Well, gotta get it was postponed. It was postponed. Now it's it's happening. Idiot. My, my girl Stacy's going there. Wait, I wait. Fo- where where are they playing? The Fox Fox Theater. You weren't going to that. I love Fred. Those guys are great. <laughs> if you see a painted sign at the side of the road that says fifteen miles, you weren't making that drive. You weren't making that. Hurry up and bring your jukebox money. <laughs> it's as big as the whale. It's about to set. I got sail. a funny story about Casey. This couple, friend of mine, couples. This friend. They're a couple. They went to uh, CKC in uh, New York. <laughs> trying to get this out. Well, this, this is really funny. All right, go ahead. This is funny. And uh, she goes, wow, it's really cool of KC to hire a plus-size dancer. And he's like, um, that's KC. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's him there. That's, that's him. That's yeah. him. Nice. KC eight KC. Hey, man, have a great weekend. <laughs> Stay right here. Rob Chibble's coming up. Obviously, he's going to counsel many of you. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. <laughs> Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So, it's time for... Let me clear my throat. On Sports ah. Radio 92.9. Oh. The game. I gotta get organized. Hey, that's one of my resolutions. I gotta get organized. Missed I was gonna... I love that. That band was on a hell of a show. I don't believe you are gonna make it show anyway. <sighs> All right. Hey, Turtle, great job tonight. Both <laughs> if I still lived in Midtown, I could have walked That's my it. point. Yeah, you, you, you were gonna drive home and yeah. drive back. I Not know. happening. You're right. Bo Morgan, executive producing. Great job. Thanks to all of our guests. Tonight, man, uh, today, Danny Cannell stopped by, Eric Zier. Um, any of these interviews, if you miss them, go online at odyssey.com. You can check them out. You heard from Arthur Smith, our head football coach, guys. Uh, Dave Archer stopped by, Chuck Smith. We had a plethora of guys coming on the program talking about the national championship. And we'll do it mm. Monday when we're live at Hooters in Kennesaw. Come through. We'd love to get a chance to see you. We're going to be talking plenty about the national championship game and what the Falcons do in this final week of the season. I don't think Brady's playing, but everybody's telling me Brady's playing. I hope he plays, but, Mike, we'll see on Sunday, and uh, we'll be talking about it with you guys, man. Have a great weekend, everybody. Monday, Mm. national championship game again. Hooters, Kennesaw is where we'll be. Come see us. Mike, let's get out of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, man, a lot of time this week on Trey. And what is a natural or what's a realistic expectation for a superstar? You know, we give you examples about things that Donovan Mitchell's done or Luka Doncic has done or Tatum. Anybody, you pick your guy. How about tonight in L.A.? You know, we talked about the connection between Kobe. Kobe Bryant's daughter's favorite player is Trey Young. It would be nice to see Trey kind of do some superstar stuff. So when I'm watching, you know, Sports Center tomorrow morning, there's Trey went for 45. I mean, like, I'm not asking him to do it every night, but I'm asking him to give a team a spark. We're trying to get some traction here. We won the game in Sacramento. Let's put a run together. How about Trey? Be a superstar tonight. If one team says, we don't like the medicals, and then another team says, we don't like the medicals, why would another team even get involved with Carlos Correa? Mm. But apparently that's the situation with Scott Boris, who is now shopping him Mm. to the Twins. The Mets apparently are upset, Mike, because they're like, wait a minute, I thought we had a 12-year, $315 million deal. The bottom line is, guys, 
Nobody likes the medicals. Right. And when that is the issue, you probably should walk away. I'm not telling you Carlos Correa can't play for anybody right now, but if you're going to sign him for 12 or 13 or 14 years, you're an idiot. You know what that is? What? Karma. Cheater. <laughs> if you love the show. Tell your friends. If you don't. You're having issues with your labrum. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.